You do it again, Lord. Oh, give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord some Lord, you are worthy of our praise today. Alpha and Omega, you are worthy of glory. Father Almighty, we bless your holy name. You are Alpha. You are the beginning. You are Omega. Omega. You are the ending. Thank you, O oh God, for this beginning of this new year. We thank you, O oh God, for this second year of the decade of harvest. The second month in the second year of the decade of harvest. We give you praise. We give you honor. In this decade, Lord, we pray. Let there be sounds of joy. Let there be sounds of rejoicing. Let there be songs of celebration. Let there be songs of rejoicing. May men sing for joy. As you wipe away the tears of many of your people. May you raise many laborers in this decade. May you raise many soul winners in this decade. May there be a rising of a glorious people in this season. May the tide turn for many of your children. Lord, in this second Shiloh of 2023. In all our lives, do something new. In this second Shiloh, in all our lives, release a blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! Hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. God greet one or two people. Tell them, welcome to Shiloh night. In this place, God shall hear your prayer. Just prophesy over someone in somebody's life. Welcome to Shiloh night. Tonight, may God hear you from his sanctuary. May he hear you from his holy throne. Somebody go and greet the media people for me this sound is such such awesome it's such powerful somebody go and greet the media people for me just tell them you are doing a good job for me God tell them you are doing a very good job for me the Jewish on stage is powerful yes yes it sounds like it's another place somebody honor the people in the middle of the house for me praise the name of have you greeted everybody you should have greeted have you hugged everybody you should have hugged uh, happiness welcome back 
Happiness. Where has you been? Lilongwe. I'm waiting for the testimony. You shall testify well. Next Shiloh. When are you testifying? Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Tomorrow is about uh, 25 minutes to go. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Have you welcomed everybody? Uh, Pastor Sam, you are very welcome. Pastor Sam, Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone scream. Oh, we give glory to the Lord. Please, you may all be seated in the presence of the Lord. Today is a happy night. Because it's a night full of blessings. Do we have February children? All children born in February shall stand up. Wow. This is the second month of the year. May all your blessings be doubled. May every facet of your life have a new beginning. May there be a new beginning of joy. May there be double success in your life. May the anointing double upon your head. In this new year you are starting, as you were born in this month, may you walk closer with God than before. May you serve him like you have never served him before. Father, I pray these children born in February, bless them mightly. Bless every one of them. Let them know joy. May they not know pain. May they not come closer to sorrow. May they have success. May they have noticeable progress. May they move forward and upwards. May you help them in all they have to do. Each one of them, may they have a blessed year ahead. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Amen. If you are close to a February child, go and just bless them and greet them and, and wish them a happy February child, just God bless them. Sometimes the best way of blessing is you take something and give them in their hands. God bless you. Something that just blesses their soul. Praise God. Hallelujah. In case I've not met some of you or it's your first time, on this altar to come to church in this year, and therefore it means we've never met. I wish you a happy new year. Uh, from Lilongwe, I wish you a happy new year. Um, 
May you have a prosperous one. And may this year be far, 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 far much better than the year be that's passed. That you may experience tremendous joy and success. My prayer is that in this year we will all love God more. My prayer for this year is that we will know God better. I thought you'd be saying amen because I'm praying. My prayer for us this year is that we'll serve God much more than we have ever served him before. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't have much time for the word of God tonight because there is a lot to cover before we go home around 5 o'clock. So there isn't much time we have already eaten into the preaching time. So I'll be releasing the word God bless you. Uh, in it is some teaching. Uh, may God give you understanding. Uh, may God enlighten your soul. So for a text tonight, open your Bible in the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter number 1. Genesis 1. As I preach, your enemies are coming down. As I preach, those that have wanted you to go down, they shall face shame. But I think that bug doesn't look well being hung on the wall. God He's at home. <coughs> so when at home, they do a lot of things. Uh, and when you enter their room, you just get surprised. Uh, uh, this room, the last time I came in, was not like this. There have been boys in this room. I was making some declaration, then I saw a bug hanging. I said, bug <laughs> <laughs> surprise, 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 surprise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Are you in the book of Genesis? Now, tell your friend, you don't do yourself a favor to doze off tonight. You'll be a very pathetic person to leave your bed and sleep while sitting down. Hallelujah. Amen. And today, may you leave this place fully blessed. Fully blessed. Um, Maybe this may turn up to be a series. For a few more shilo nights. Maybe. Maybe. You may never know limited. Praise God. Are you in Genesis? Did I mention the chapter? Yes. Did I say chapter 1? Did I say verse 26? Okay, we shall read the Bible. And God said, let us make man in our image. According to our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. 
over the beds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And God created man in his own image. And in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy scriptures. Hallelujah. Amen. Straight away, I decree over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will have dominion. You will have dominion in the name of Jesus. I declare dominion over what God has created belongs to you. God tonight is about to bless somebody. At least two people. I am one of them. I am one of them. I believe. And as I believe, I shall receive. So what we may do tonight is to start to explain God bless you. So we may lay some foundation. Or maybe the foundation may be the end. Depending on what happens next Shiloh. There are only three words to concern ourselves about. God Mulungu bless Adarite you inu. Three words. Mawatatu. God number one. Mulungu Oyamba. Bless number two. Adarite Chachuidi. And you the inu number three. Watch that. So we can preach on all the three words. We can preach on God. We can preach on bless. Then we can also finish by preaching on you. Very likely that's what we shall do tonight. As a matter of introducing the subject. Maybe next Shiloh we shall now start to preach God bless you. Maybe God will help us. So let's start by big, big, let's start by beginning. <laughs> let's start by defining who is God? And then we move on to the word bless. What does it mean to be blessed? Then we must find out who exactly is the you that God has in mind. So number one, who is God? 
In exegesis, ndeno mu exegesis kufotokoza bwino mao. It's a word. Ndimao. Exegesis. Exegesis. Pastor Godwin should uh, start uh, your school. Pastor Godwin afunika uyamba school. There are some laws that are used to interpret, expound, explain, define scripture. One of the laws is the law of first mention. When was a word or something first mentioned in scripture? It's a law you use to explain, to find meaning, to, to interpret the word of God. When was this man first mentioned? For example, the first time Elijah was mentioned, was in 1 Kings 17 verse 1. And Elijah, the Tishibite, the, of the inhabitants of Gilead, etc., etc. And Elijah, the Tishibite, the inhabitant of Gilead. And that's very important. Because the first time someone or something is mentioned, will tell you about that something or will tell you about that someone. For example, worship. So the first place of mention of the word worship is in Genesis 22 verse 5. We haven't got the word worship before this time. It first occurs in Genesis 22 verse 5. That's the first time the word worship is mentioned in the scriptures. And Abraham said to his young men, his servants, Stay here with the donkey. The Lord and I will go yonder and worship. And we'll come back to you. Now, you know the story. God has taught Abraham to take his child and offer him a sacrifice. When he explains to his people who is living at the bottom of the hill what he's going up to do on the mountain, he tells them, I and the son, the Lord will go and worship. Afterwards, we shall come back to you. Hallelujah. Amen. There is no worship without sacrifice. So his act of going to offer Isaac to him was an act of going to worship. Yoka mupeleka ngati nsembe isa kinali kuti akukala mbira. 
Are, are you hearing? So worship and sacrifice go together. May you always bring sacrifices or praise. When you enter his gates, may you enter with thanksgiving. And remember, you enter with thanks. So your thanks have to have some giving. You have to give something in your worship. The first to give is yourself. May you be the object of worship. May you offer your body as a living sacrifice. That is the true and acceptable worship. May you offer yourself holy. So he was going to offer Isaac as a sacrifice to God. When he tells his servants, we are going up yonder and worship and we'll come back to you. I pray when you've entered worship, may you return with a difference. By the time Abraham was coming back from worship, he had received a promise, he had received a covenant. May you come back with a promise and a covenant from your hour of worship. I see you coming back. I see you coming back. Uh, from your hour of worship, may the Lord speak to you. May the Lord show you the way. May the Lord make provision for you. From your moment of worship, may you receive a commission. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we together? Are we together? Now, if we are to use this law of first mention, the first time we hear about God is in Genesis chapter 1. Genesis 1. Verse 1. In the beginning, what is the next word? God. That's the first time we hear about God. May God bless you. So if you want to talk about God, you will say that God was the one who was in the beginning. Is that correct? Yes. In the beginning, God. Oh, oh, oh. Wake up your friend and tell them, wake up please. Yeah. It's not time for meditation. But then when you go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4, it says, Ephesians chapter 1, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us in him, he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. 
talking that in the beginning in Genesis chapter 1 in the beginning God are you following so far? But, but here in Ephesians chapter number 1, uh, we are being taught that he was active before the foundation of the earth. So the first place of mention is Genesis 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God. Genesis 1 verse 1. But then in Ephesians, we are being taught he was there before the foundation. He chose us before he even created us. He chose us before the foundation of the world. Before he created the world, he chose us. Which means God was not there in the beginning. He was there before the beginning. Are you following? We are saying we have got three words we want to talk about. Because we, we are talking about God. Bless you. So who is God? God is not the one in the beginning. Uh -oh. He's not limited to where Genesis 1 verse 1 mentions him. He is the one who had been before the beginning began. Did you hear what I said? God was there before the beginning had begun. The one who has been before the beginning began is the one we are calling God. The one who chose you before your father and mother met. He actually chose you. He had a mind about you. Your father and mother meeting was an orchestration of God so that you become alive. So even if you don't know your father, don't worry. It was just the way God planned that you should come around. So you have never met your father. Maybe you are given over to an orphanage by your mother. You don't even know your mother. Don't worry. What God, had, God wanted was you. What God was looking for was you. God bless you. I said God bless you. There is God, there is you. Uh, let me not run ahead to two months to come. Wow. Uh, the Lord shall bless you. 
The Lord shall bless you. Your life shall be glorious. Your life shall be glorious. Oh, I see the rising of a glorious church. I see the rising of a mighty army. Mighty warriors, blessed of the Lord. The one who chose you before your village was even founded and given a name. It's not the village that matters. May God bless you. I say, may God bless you. The village is just a carriage. It's just a place for, for your existence. But God matters. Mind so much about you. He chose you before Malawi was mentioned Malawi. Before politicians messed up the nation, God chose you. And he's mindful about you. To this day, he's thinking about you. He knows the thoughts he has concerning you. Maybe that one is in June. As a matter of fact, in Psalm 90 verse 1, The Bible says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth. This is what the psalmist is saying. Before there was Mulanje Mountain, God had you in mind. I'll go back to verse 1. Go back to verse one. Let's start from verse 1 again. Oh, are, you, are you here tonight? And may the Lord bless you tonight because you can. Hey, those of you watching online, YouTube, Facebook Live, Radio Mix, you listening, may also God bless you. Lord, you have been our dwelling place. In all generations, you have been there. God, you have been there. You have been there. In all, now in all generations, we may maybe count the generations and have a beginning and say, okay, history has got about six thousand years of recorded stories. But then he says, before the mountains were brought forth. Or ever you had formed the earth and the world. God was our dwelling place before he formed. Before God had formed the world. Before he had formed the earth. Even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. So there is a time that is past which has an infinite 
infinity everlasting past. You can't begin it. Then there is also an everlasting where we are going. You can't end it. But then when God comes, he becomes Alpha and he becomes Omega. Now the Alpha to us looks like somewhere we can count. But with God, that Alpha is everlasting. And the Omega is also everlasting. Have you come to church tonight? May God bless you. I say may God bless you. Are you following so far? Are you following so far? Put your hand upon your head. I said, God, give me understanding and bless my soul. May the Lord bless you tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, I believe God will perform powerful miracles. Even creative miracles, He shall do them. Now, Psalm 90 to me is very refreshing. Because God was there before the beginning began. He has been there before the mountains began. The mountains. The mountains. Say with me, mountains. When they began. It was in the presence of God. That is very important. Because I'll, I'll just talk about mountains in a moment. The mountains. When they were beginning. God was already. Are you understanding me? Your mountains are moving tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. God was there before the mountains came. That's very, very, very refreshing. Because Jesus says in Mark 11, verse 22 24, it says, Have faith in God. Then he says, When you have faith in God, you tell the mountain, jump, and move into the sea. And the mountain will what? Will move. The mountain will obey. Verse 24. Is it there? 23 to 24. Okay. It says, and you say to whosoever say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will, will be done, he will have whatever he say. Today may you have whatever you say. And why will it happen? It will happen because you have faith in the one who was before the mountains began. Therefore, you can command the mountain. And this God who knows the beginning of the mountain, he actually knows the foundation. He knows the root of the mountain. How deep it is. He can go and zula the mountain. He was there before it. When it was forming, God was 
He knows the crust of it. He knows with what rocks it is made of. Whether they are molten rocks, whatever. whatever power is needed to move it, he knows the mountains in your life shall move because of God. I said because of God. I'll tell your friend, you're not sleeping tonight. So I've got some good news for someone. Someone that God is going to bless. That in this year 2023, all your mountains will jump into the sea. I said I want to talk about mountains. We are still on God. We are just starting. I've got good news. I'm saying your mountains in 2023, they shall move. That mountain of sleeping while pastor is preaching shall move. Let's, let's call upon a few mountains. Number one, consider a physical mountain. Two, something that concerns your something that is physical. Something tangible. In Joshua chapter 6, Kuyoswa 6, verse 1 to 20. Verse 1 in Pagana 20. You see, they had built foundations for the walls of Jericho. Now, can I say something? The day they were laying the foundations, God. Remember, we're talking about God. God was there. However deep the foundations were. Those that have studied archaeology, archaeology, they say the walls of Jericho, they were as wide as they were tall. They say that six chariots could patrol on top of the wall. Running side by side. It's like a six-lane uh, highway. A six lanes. Six. We have got six cars driving one side one direction. On top of the wall of Jericho. Now what missile can bring it down? So it was as high as it was. Are you understanding? So its height was the same as its with it. So you, 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 you look at how many cars can line up, six of them, so six, about 12, 12 meters. Okay, with it. So it's 12 meters wide, it means it's also 12 meters. 12 meters That's why it talks about it was so secure that nobody would go in and nobody would go but this is where God has promised his children there is something inside that belongs to you 
And therefore, Die. whoever laid the foundation, we know where they started from. To build this kind of strong wall. If you are going to go using military power, it will not work. And if I shall allow you to be speaking, you shall be speaking doubt to each other. You shall be like the men on the football forum. A lot of them are men without faith. Actually, you see a lot of prayerless men on the group. Just by reading what they are saying, you know, you can only say what has been said because you don't pray. Some of them I go to the inbox. I say, What did you say on the group? I just read, then I go. What did you say? I said, What did you say? Have you been praying? That's not a statement of somebody who is praying. Do you know the power of your tongue? So in your group, you should have a mission. Some people need preaching to, to be born again. <coughs> so they, they, taught, they taught them, after you have marched, and then on the last day, you march again. On the seventh time, you shout. And when they shouted, the walls didn't fall. Because it was not possible something that is six, 12 meters to fall down. The walls bands. went down. And they came walking like they are walking on flat surface. They came tumbling, sinking down. Your next hallelujah. Hallelujah, one of will bring you a physical mountain come down. Your next hallelujah. Hallelujah, will cause every barrier to come down for your life. God will make every barrier to sink. You are walking on flat ground. You are crossing over into your promise. You are receiving what belongs to you. May every mountain come down for you. May every mountain come down for you. I'm saying when they laid the walls of Jericho, God was there. He saw everything they did. And he understood how he can bring the mountain. There is no mountain in your life that God can bring down. May he move the mountains of your life. As God blesses you, may every mountain of your life move. Oh, I say may every mountain of your life get moving in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. When you read the Bible, in Acts 16, verse 25 and 26, you discover that the Bible said, when Paul and Silas were praying and singing praises to God, there was an earthquake. An ethic, a shaking that caused the prison doors to open. Then, oh, kugwede sakumene kunatse gula zisekosan dende. 
when they were building the prison, reinforcing it that nobody should break it. Prison break one. Amen. Prison break one. Season one. Season one. <laughs> when they were building the prison with all the complications, God was watching them. I'm talking about physical mountain. You know, the reason God can cause the treasures of the inner and hidden place to be given to you is every treasury that exists, God, when they, they were putting the pin code, the, the, the pass or the key of or, or the manufacturing, how to open it, God was looking at them. Even now he can go in and get a portion of it and give it to you. May God bless you. I'm talking about God in the beginning. The first, the first thing is for us to understand God. God is awesome. God is great. God is mighty. God can do anything. Anything. He's a miracle worker. He has been there before the beginning of the beginnings. From everlasting to everlasting, he remains God. So he knew the foundations of the prison, the doors, the keys, everything. So when it was time to release Paul and Silas, he knew where to shake. So that the doors by themselves opened. It was easy for him. All he needed on this day was somebody to praise him. Somebody to shout hallelujah. So sometimes when you say, I'm saying, no, shout hallelujah. Somebody say, Pastor, just like I like that since Hallelujah Hallelujahs have propensity to move mountains. Hallelujah. Hallelujahs have propensity to open prison doors. Hallelujahs have propensity to bring down the walls of Jericho Hallelujah. of your life. Hallelujah! Amen! Somebody shout hallelujah! Genesis 29, verse 30 to 31. The Bible tells us that Rachel was barren. 
chapter 30 verse, I'm chapter 29 guy. Chapter 29. Verse 30. Verse and 30. Jacob also went into Rachel and he also loved Rachel more than Leah. And he saved with Laban still another seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb. But Rachel was barren. Something is not being said. Something is not being said. So, Laban, Jacob went for Rachel. Is that, is that correct? So, you are told you work for seven years. Because you don't marry a woman without paying anything. And if you have, if you have not yet paid anything, you better start arranging payments. You less the man. You don't marry a woman without paying lobola. Dowry, dowry. I'll use the, the English, the Bible word, dowry. So there, there are two prices a man has to pay according to the Bible. You need to pay, number one, the bride price. Number two, you need to pay the dowry. And if you came on the altar and Munajita Zaku Sadziwa, now Yaku Sadziwa Munganale Gerera Koma Panopo, he commands every man to repent. No woman is for free. And no woman is cheap. So, Jacob had run away from his father's house. He was broke. But he needed a wife. So he needs to pay. So he has to work. For seven years. Because he can't just get a wife for free. Are you don't like my preaching now? Chikamwini brings You see, you are the bride of Christ. Were, were, were you bought for free? Christ paid his. When, when Adam was to marry, Adam to pay. Because he couldn't just marry without pain. So God took something from his. Something has to come from a man. Before he can marry. Oh, you want me to preach on this? I've finished my, my, my preparation on the message of, 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 of dowry, um, bride price. I'm going to teach the doctrine of marriage. It's called, that's, that's the title. It's called the doctrine of marriage. 
we have not studied the doctrine deep enough, so we don't teach it. We mix chikadi doe chanto. Mene nati daule, atumbu kanamba kukukondwe. Si nukamba zalo bola, ya chikombu kai. No, 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 nukamba daule ya mbaibulo. Daule ya mbaibulo, sati lo bola wako mpodro ya. I'll tell, I'll tell you what the dowry is supposed to be used for. Because one day, Rachel and Leah cried for dowry. Their father tricked them. We'll teach one day. You can't wait. It's going to come very soon. Especially that we have, once we have finished the registration of the new the people to be married this year, None of them we are accepting them to marry without dowry. Otherwise, we'll give you work here. Who's a church every week? Who's a church on every weekend? You'll be who's a church. I'm church. Then to go and we'll be running. Who's every every Saturday? Then later on you get married. Where did this come from? Oh, we're talking about Jacob. Jacob and Rachel. But I think this was a serious matter. Welcome to Shiloh Night. At Shiloh, we are not under pressure in the message. We have the whole day up to 5 o'clock, even 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock. You can go home, take your shower and go to business or where. It's serious. I'm told this was a serious detour. Yes. And Jacob also went in to Lachiel and he also loved Rachel more than I think he loved Rachel more than and he saved with Laban still another Seven years. Then verse 31, the minute nine. Okay. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he saw that Leah was unloved. Who, who has sinned? God. So what did he do when he saw that? He opened her God. But Rachel was God. God. I'm speaking about God. May every marito mountain move. move. Why? When the mountain was being formed, so mountain ya barrenness, Amen. God knows its foundation. Barrenness ya Rachel, mountain ya barrenness ya Rachel, Tonight, God will remember someone. God will remember a Rachel tonight. I said, God will remember a Rachel tonight. God will remember a Rachel. A Rachel is that woman whose womb has been closed. While Leah's womb has been opened. 
God will remember Rachel. I said God will remember Rachel. God will remember Rachel. God will remember a Rachel. You remember where he kept the keys. You remember where he has kept the keys. And he will come and open the womb. God do it tonight. We have heard you have done it before. May you do it tonight. May you do it tonight. Tonight may you bless. Tonight may you bless. Tonight may you remember a Rachel in the house. Tonight remember a Rachel. Tonight. Tonight. When now you go to chapter 30, if you read from verse 22, we were in chapter 29, right? Chapter 30 from verse 22. Give me. Quickly, please. Please, I beg. Then God, if you want to know the meaning of a word, sometimes the best way of knowing it is to know it's opposite. Now. So what is the opposite of remember? Forget. So the, the, the seasons that Rachel was barren. Taimene Rachel. What he had done. Mulungana iwala zananajit. Even possibly I had forgotten where I had put the geese. Today. May God remember a Rachel. We are coming for some serious nights. Serious nights. I've been studying. Actually, I'll preach a little bit more from the Old Testament. When you listen to the doctrine of the Old Testament, the doctrine of the Old Testament is about God taking away the suffering of the people. God taking away every negativity from people. That's what the Bible in the Old Testament is all about. Taking away bondage, taking away barrenness, taking away evil, anything that is negative. They are not going to heaven, but they have to live a certain good life. While they are here on earth. That's how much God cares for you. That's how much God cares for someone. He looks at you as a single person. Not just among the number. That's why he has numbered the hairs of your head. He has numbered the hairs of your head. He has numbered. When number 242 hair falls, he knows it is number 244. Your hairs have numbers. Not that he has counted, he has numbered. Your hair has identity and a label. That's how 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 much given to detail God is about each one of us. Every, Every cell. 
every part of your heart what doctors may call valves or whatever they are God knows them to the last minute to the last detail there is nothing on you which God doesn't know if something is not working God knows why it is not working he was there from when it was created he was there when it had failed working God is there to this day if he can remember you he will turn around he will go back to where things messed up he will correct things from the beginning he can turn your DNA around that while your blood is supposed to flow with asthma asthma can stop from you and all children born after you there shall be no asthma in their life because he is able to turn the DNA of a human being. God can do it. You go to the doctors, they will ask you, uh, do you have a history of, of, of uh, hypertension, history of uh, blood sugar in your family? And you say, yes. What are they telling you? They are telling you some of these things are genetic. Now, whatever is genetic, it is either under a curse or under a blessing. Whatever is genetic, it is either genetically blessed or genetically cursed. The Bible teaches me that curses are not forever. Curses are not forever. Today, starting this Shiloh, I've come to release blessings. I've come to release blessings. I've come to release blessings. Any generational curse in your life, it is being reversed tonight. I release blessings and may Yahweh superimpose blessings over every curse. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Whether Amen. I reverse every curse that was pointed towards your life. In the name of Jesus, I release blessing upon blessing. Blessing upon blessing. Tonight, may Yahweh remember Rachel. Tonight, may Yahweh remember you. And God remembered Rachel. Rachel. It was like all these years when she was not giving birth she had been forgotten. Maybe that's how you see your life. You pray and nothing is happening. It's like God is not seeing you. It is like God has forgotten you. I'm come to release I've come to release remembrance. I've come here to release remembrance. And God remembered Rachel and God listened to her and opened. I told you, you don't, you don't open what is not close. He saw that Jacob loved Leah. I mean, loved Rachel, but didn't love 
Somewhere I locked with a I should open today. Pastor, I, I do things, nothing works. Abu Today you shall start to live a blessed life. From today you shall start to live a blessed life. From today you shall start to live a fruitful life. Fruitfulness is your portion. Fruitfulness is your portion. No more barrenness. If you be a daughter, if you be a son under this roof, I release fruitfulness. I ask Yahweh tonight to remember you and open your barrenness. Open your womb. May Yahweh in heaven may he remember you. May he remember you. What was closed shall from now be opened. I said, what was closed shall from now be open. You see, see to me, when, when I was reading this passage, it made me a little bit tremble. To think that God remembered Rachel. Because I think it means God God forgot him. And I, I cried. For those I know who need the fruit of the womb. I told God, please, mm. if you forgot by the time them. we finish Shiloh, them, Lord. Yes. I, I had a, a cry moment with God. For a while, it was like God forgot Rachel. Locked the womb. And forgot about it. And then he remembered. And came and opened. He locked, kept the key somewhere and kept on doing other things. Forgetting there is Rachel somewhere. Oh, oh God. You can't forget my daughters. No, no, you have to come here now. Everyone who has been forgotten, he shall be remembered today. May God remember your tears. I say, may God remember your tears. May God remember your service to him. May God remember your offerings. May God remember your sacrifices. May God remember you. From today, I pray for you. Every offering you have made, may it become a memorial. Amen. He should remember your tears. He should remember your tears. memorial offering. 
In fact, let me do this. I'm going to take a memorial offering. I want you to collect a special offering as a memorial offering. Now you are wondering where I'm getting all this from. Of course, in Leviticus, there is what is called a memorial offering. But in Acts 10 verse 4, the Bible says that when he observed, he cried out to say, what is this, Lord? And then he was answered to say, your prayers and your arms or your, your giving has become a memorial. Can, can we read it? I may be quoting not correct. Your prayers and your arms have come up for a memorial before. Hello? Memorial is something that makes somebody when they see it, they, it triggers certain memories. Are you hearing me? Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. I'm saying you should prepare. If you want, this is going to be a special memorial. We are going to give it as a memorial offering. But God, I'm giving this special offering as a memorial offering. It's a particular kind of offering and it has got its own significance or intended significance. That which will make God to think as if God would not think. Or that which will make God to remember as if God forgets. God will remember who has given that kind of offering. The Greek word from this word memorial that comes from, it says it means something that enables someone to remember. Memorial. So God remembered <coughs> Who did he remember? Who did he remember? Rachel. Something triggered In the mind of God I need to do something about Rachel And I should open her womb You can provoke God To move on your behalf I said you can provoke God. Let me have an, a basket. This offering is not for everybody. Only if you want a miracle that God should remember you. You are going to come. I'm not asking everybody to come. Please. It's a memorial offering. Some things that are not planned, planned out they are the best thing that God wants to work through. Please come. You don't need a song. If you are not ready with cash, they can put the number there and please... Take this as God remember me 
offering. God remember me. Memorial. A memorial. The centurion. Because of his giving. He was visited because he was a giver. But his offering had become a memorial before God. God saw his offering. But he saw his offering. to bring salvation to his his offering. The tears you have cried. May he wipe them away. May he answer. All your cry. Kulila kwa nukonse. Mape mpero anu onse. Agupase ni chimene mape mpa. In the name of Jesus. May God remember you. You have made investment that have led to nothing. Maikiza koma osa pindula. Whatever you start to do gets aborted on the way. Chiri chonse muga amba kuchida basi mata ira panjira. You start a relationship. Kuyamba gandi ubenzi. Before the wedding day. Lisa nafika tikula ugwati Wagutawani mamuna Mulungu wa kukumbu kireni inu Mulungu wa berete kukazikika mwewano Aberete kukazikika Chimene mwemba kushita Sikalebu inu ndi mwewano Mulungu wa kukumbu kireni inu Mena na mkumbu kire Rachel Akukumbu kireni nano Akukumbu kireni mwewano Mozina la Yesu Mozina la Yesu Amen. But I'm trying to explain a few things before we go there. Number three, consider a spiritual mountain. In Joshua chapter 6, verse 26, Joshua had pronounced a curse over Jericho. Joshua charged them at that time saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord who rises up and builds this city, Jericho. He shall lay his foundation with his firstborn. With his last youngest, he shall set up its gates. So it's like you start, but it will be forever then before that, anything good comes out of the city. There's nothing good that shall come out of the city. This is the parabolic speaking that is being said as Joshua is 
blessing the curse. From the day Joshua pronounced the curse over Jericho, he, 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 he released a spiritual decree. Jericho, Jericho was, was barren. It was a beautiful city, but a very unproductive city. It was, it was called barren and dead. Years later, Elijah had passed through Jericho. He crossed the Jordan other side and was being followed by his protege Elisha when they go to the other side Elijah Elisha had been following and now he was asked what, what is it you want and Elisha said I want a double portion of the anointing that is upon your life a double portion of your spirit and Elijah said if you see me not if you see God. If you see me. I'll talk about this. I'll write it in capital letters. If you see me. He's not saying if you see God. Because at another time tonight before we go to sleep in the morning. I would have talked about it. Elijah said, if you see me, when I am taken, you shall have it. I'm in 2 Kings chapter 2. If you see me, what you want, you, you shall have. But there are conditions to you having what you want. Tell your friend, if you sleep, you will miss the blessings. What you want is going to be given to you. But there are some conditions what you want. If you sleep, you miss the blessing. Now you are laughing. I don't think Elisha laughed. You are laughing because Pastor Zaki is saying it. But you don't know who am I. You see, you see, when you are walking with a servant of God, he doesn't need to say that says the Lord. He can just say, it's going to be well with you. And that's enough. Because when you are with authority, you don't need to be announcing, I am a man. I'm stopping you because the inspector general asked me to stand on this road to stop every car. No, no, that, that traffic policewoman just stops you and he tells you you are arrested. True? True. Does he say the constitution says that when I stand here you should stop and when you stop I can arrest you? But when he's doing it, he's doing it under delegated authority. Are you understanding me? From today I want you to understand authority. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. Because I'm talking about God bless you. When you see me, you shall be taken. So, so Elisha saw Elijah 
Elisa namo na Elia. My father, my father. Nati atatewanga tatewanga. The chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. Magalet. Okay. And Elijah remembered. Elia nakumbukia. Oh, I told him. Dinamuz, dinamuz. You see me. Kutuka ndona. You shall have. Uza kalanaje. So the mantle dropped. Ndeno chovala chinatsika. And Elisha took tore his mantle. Ndipo Elia ana took Elijah's mantle. Na chovala cha Elia. And he he started off. Today may you receive a new mantle. May you work miracles. I say may you work miracles. May you open red seas. May you open your Jordans. May you cross on dry grounds. May no barrier stand in, in front of you. Receive a new mantle in the name of Jesus. A mantle for miracles. Because you are not sleeping, receive a mantle. As I receive a mantle, receive a mantle. Receive a mantle. A mantle for increase. A mantle for abundance. Hallelujah. Amen. So when he received this new mantle, he had to go back past Jordan back into Jericho. One day we'll take the tour to Israel and you walk through this. I've, 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 been through, I've been through these places by the grace of God. I've been through these places. I've been through the Jericho. I, I, I went to where the sycamore tree where I was like, yes, climb. I've been there. In, in Jericho, we shall be there. We had started a process. It stopped when COVID came. So I think we're going to resume again. Syria, remind me. We need to start the process again. Maybe next year we can go to Israel. Maybe the other year. We but we, we need to start planning. Be a bishop until you have been to Israel. So what to separate reverend ministers and bishops is that the bishops would have been to Israel. You not just teaching us stories. You should teach us what you have gone to see. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So he comes to Jordan. Then he takes off his mantle. He strikes the water. And he calls on the God of Elijah. He does not call on Elijah. He's calling on the God of Elijah. Because it is God of Elijah, not Elijah. Are you understanding me? Then the water parted and he walked. Now, in the meanwhile, the people of Jericho are seeing. Then they are seeing, they have just noticed that power is flowing through. Then they come to Elisha. I say, sir. The land we live is a very pleasant light. But it is dead and barren. Now, I've already told you in Joshua chapter 6. That's where when Joshua cursed the land. What was cursed? Can turn around. It just requires a higher level of anointing. So Joshua, Elisha says to Elisa, them, okay, you are saying this land is barren, is dead. Bring me a new cruise of salt. Let's go to the source. And we shall pour the salt at the source. They saw they went. When they did, when Elisha did that, 
okay, bring me a new bow and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Continue verse 21. So then he went out to the source of the water and cast the salt there and said, that says the Lord, I have healed this water. From it shall there be no more death or barrenness. Verse 22. Conclusion. So the water remains healed to this day. According to the word of Elisha, which he spoke. Now this is where my teaching is going to go to. Not what we have read. But I will ask the question. Who taught Elisha to ask the people to bring a cruise or a bar he had not learned it from Elijah, his, his, his mentor. Because it had never happened before. Hello? Amen. It had never happened before. This was the first time anybody had given instructions for us to bring to an end barrenness and death over Jericho. This is what we shall do. Bring me a new cruise, a new bow of salt. Let's go to the source of this water. Pour it there. Are you listening to the preacher? Are you listening to him? So who told him? Now I'll tell you God. Because God was there. When this place became barren, God was there. Hello? Amen. So God wanted to fertilize the whole land. He might to fertilize the land. Forgive. How did Elisha know? Elisha Would if we apply fertilizer? The salt is going all Who taught Elisha? God. 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 He can change what is physical. In God. God. One day in Dirande Church, I had preached about this. Then one gentleman had proposed one of our deacons. Then he says, while he was Feeling the pain, he remembered my preaching about the cruise of salt. So he took salt, put in the water, and put his legs. That is when he received his healing. Who told him to do that? God. Don't make it a, a doctrine. <laughs> Sort healing ministries. 
May you receive revelation. May God reveal to you. I say, may God reveal to you. Something Jacob did birth livestock. Who taught him that trick? Today I release godly tricks on your life. You shall know what to do under every situation. You shall do what nobody has done before. I, I release you as a pest-setter. I release you as a pest-setter. Things shall start from you and many shall benefit from what you shall invent. I release you as a pest-setter in the name of Jesus. Receive the unction of the Lord. Receive the unction Receive the blessing of the Lord An anointing that will cause you to know what ought to be done Elisha had received a mantle That mantle made him to connect with God That's, That spiritual connectivity Brought healing on the land In the name of Jesus Today, may you receive a spiritual revelation A spiritual down Paul, then may the Lord endow you with some spiritual endowment that will bring about a physical manifestation. What was not working in your life shall start to work. What was dead shall live. What was barren shall no longer be barren. In the name of Jesus. So the land that was barren stopped to be barren. The land that was dead stopped to be dead. I pray receive from the Lord. There shall be no more death or barrenness. That's say the Lord. I release healing on your life. Healing on your mental capacity. You shall flow in wisdom. The wisdom of the wise shall be your portion in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. Please be seated. God has sent me today to bless. And I make that pronouncement. Every curse in your generation shall be destroyed today. Prayer number one. Prayer number one. You may write it down. It's simple prayer. You are writing, Father, please pour your salt into my sauce and change every curse in my life into a blessing. What has been dead shall live. What has been barren shall produce. I said you should write the prayer. You should write the prayer. Say, Father, please pour your salt into my sauce. Uh -huh. So if there is barrenness of the womb, God should pour his salt into the womb. There's a spiritual downpour that's happening tonight. 
So you're writing, please pour your salt into my sauce. And change every curse in my life into a blessing. So Elisha changed the curse of Jericho which Joshua had pronounced. He changed it into a blessing. What was dead, may it live again. What was barren, may it start to become fruitful. Rise on your feet. I'm not going to make you to push you. I want us to rise in prayer. Say father. Say father. Second father. I ask you. Pour your salt into my source and change every curse in my life into a blessing. What was dead, may it live again. What was barren, may it be fruitful. Go ahead and fire that prayer. Pray. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. There's going to come a time I shall pray for people. But for a start, each one of us is praying. Each one of us is praying for themselves. There's going to come another time I want you to pray like you know what is at stake in your life. That which has caused you to have sleepless nights. That which has caused you to have tears. That which has caused you to say, why me, Lord? All my friends have proceeded into marriage. All my peers have got children. All my schoolmates have got good jobs. Why me, Lord? Why does it seem like I'm always on the same spot? Pour your spiritual thoughts into my source and take away the curse of my life and turn it into a blessing. What was dead as was with Jericho may it live again. What was barren as was with Jericho may it be fruitful. Somebody lift your voice and say, Father, remember me tonight like you remembered Rachel. May you remember me. Go ahead and lift your voice. Lift your voice. The tide is changing. Destinies are changing. The future is changing. Pray like your prayer. Your life depends on the prayer you are praying. Pray like your life depends on tonight's prayer. Pray like your future depends on the prayer you are making. Pray with your whole life. Pray with diligence. Diligent prayer. Fervent prayer. Of a righteous man. Availeth much. Pray with some fervency. It's not time to be yearning. It's time to be praying. Posture yourself to pray. 
Put yourself in a place of praying. Not in a place of dozing. Pray. Pray, man of God. Pray, woman of God. You're setting you, yourself up. You're setting yourself up for a miracle. You're setting yourself up for ministration. You're setting yourself up to receive from the Lord. Pray, pray, pray. You're captivating your life. You are cultivating your life as you pray. Mataraba Shetobo, Mokopreta Rama Shetobo, Rondo Mosheta Mama Moyande, Yaketaraba Baba Yatoma Shetaraba, Rondo Mama Baba Shakariba Baba, Rotaraba Shetta Mama Mayata Mayatarabo, Makataraba Baba. From today, what you touch shall prosper. What you touch shall yield the fruit. Yete rama zakatalaba, shetete terebe, mondo robo si katalaba baba ba, jamaraba raba 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 raba, yerebe rebe 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 rebe, mando rokoto robo sa, mande reka. Pray 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 pray. Tell God someone, tell God, remember me. Remember me. Remember me. Remember me, Lord. Remember me, Lord. Makere baba. Roto raba baba. Makere brika daraba. Have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy on me, Lord. Remember me, Lord. Barrenness in ministry is over. Barrenness in ministry is over. Barrenness in ministry is over. Matereba baba ya. Retereba shetereba bo. And Isaac prayed hard for Rebecca, his wife, for she was barren. Isaac prayed hard. Go ahead and pray hard. Pray hard. Ratomo shotoboya. Mekrebritande mamande ketamande. Your business shall prosper. Your business shall make millions. This year you shall end with millions of sales. You shall hit billions of sales in this year. Billions. Rababaya. Randema shotobobo. Rotomo you are hitting a billion in yourself. You shall testify. You shall testify. You are hitting a billion in yourself. Barrenness is over. Barrenness is over. Your turnover shall be in billions. Your annual turnover shall be in billions. 
you are blessed no longer under a curse no longer under a curse the curse of your life is over pray hard pray hard Pray! You are not stopping very soon. Please, this is prayer number one. This is Shiloh prayer number one. Hannah prayed a Shiloh prayer. Hannah went to Shiloh. And when she went to Shiloh, while others were looking on, she prayed a Shiloh prayer. A prayer that made the high priest to ask questions. Pray Shiloh prayer tonight. Pray Shiloh prayer tonight. A Shiloh prayer is like the prayer of Hannah. Oh, you pray. You continue to pray. You are continuing to pray. You are not fainting. Men ought to pray and not faint. Men ought to pray and not faint. <laughs> Sought at the source. What caused you to be in your situation is drying up today. Is coming to an end. Sought at the source. Sought at the source. Rondo Romo Shekerebaba, Necrebrecato Romo, Macarababa, Sandere, Rocrebrecatere, Mamayandere, Macarababa, Yacaramama, Mandere, Mandoro, Rocrebaba, Necrebrenda, Mamma, Sandy, Necrebricandere, Mamma, Mandoro. Tell the Lord to remember you. Tell the Lord to remember you. Tell the Lord to remember you.
and dwelt among us. He was there in the verse 3. Verse 3. All things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. Hallelujah. Amen. All things were made through him. It was through the word. Hallelujah. Amen. It was through the word. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. A Hebrew 3 verse 1. Yes. Hebrews 3 verse 1. A Hebrew 3 verse 1. No, 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 no. Hebrews 11 verse 3. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. A Hebrew 11 verse 3. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of so, if, uh, back to John 1 verse 3. Through him. Who, who is him? Jesus. Who is Jesus? Yes, the word. Hallelujah. Amen. We're back. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. So, who is God? He's the creator. The maker of all things. He created everything. And what is the implication of that? We may not be able to consider that now. In detail. But we can at least take one crucial thought. Because he created everything. What it means is that everything is subservient to him. Hello? Amen. Hello, are you, are you here? Because he created everything. He created what? Everything. Even Wanyanga. Even the source. There is nothing that exists that existed without God. All the sorcerers, the wizards, the witches. Satan and Even the devil is of God. Is owned by God. Are you hearing me? Yes. Are you understanding the preaching? There is nothing, nothing, nothing that exists. Have we not read the Bible? There is nothing that was made without him. Everything is his. Everything. Even the, the, the dunghill belongs to God. The city belongs to God. That's why you can easily take a man from the dunghill and put him in the city. He can lift up one and Up there is belongs to him. So when he puts you up, he has put you where it is his. When he brings you down, he has also brought you to where he is. His. He created all things. He feels all things. He is in all things. I'm talking about God. Somewhere we'll talk Tell about your you. friend the night is just starting. 
And tonight is a blessed night. By the time you leave this place, walk like a blessed man. Think like a blessed man. And the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. I see you rich. I release riches out. Next month. By the time we came to next month, you will just be adding on top. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. May God make you rich. God is in the business of making people rich. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and adds no, no sorrow. Proverbs 10 verse number 22. The blessing, not blessings. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. Do you know what it means to be rich? Having a Bentley. Are you understanding me? Bentley, Bentley. I will not die until I see some members driving Bentleys outside. I refuse to die. I refuse to die. Pastor Frank, where is Pastor Frank? Why are you sitting at the back? I wanted you to be mentioning names of cars. Oh, Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Blessings. What are the other names? Genesis. Genesis. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Ferrari. Ferrari. Eh? Mesilat. Ashina. Mesilat or Mesilat. Mosrat. Mazizi wa ineo zizizizizi. Muzingobe wa mazandonesa ijanimani na ijandii. Ana guza nguti antote mbiredu ande azikandizi mezizinda. Who told you cash people should be driving good things? Antote mbiredu aziendira simagamu zami. It's an error. Ah, nchola guika. It's an error. That's why someone says, I've seen an error under the sun. When kings are walking on their foot and the servants are riding horses, he says, it's an error. It's an error. I've seen an error under the sun. Do I have king's kids here? Do I have receive your car tonight. The blessing of the Lord makes me. I release a blessing. God bless you. 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 And that blessing, the Bible says, what does it do? Does it make you poor? So if you are poor, do you have a blessing? If there is no bread on the table, do you have a blessing? 
I'm refusing my children to have no blood on their table. All my children shall have blood on their table. You shall have good clothes on your body. Designer clothes on your body. I say you shall have designer clothes on your body. When we look at you, we'll be seeing God. Chinese African print. African print. African print design. I release blessings on Even if you think you are already blessed, you can still go to another level of blessing so that you become a blessing. I said so that you become a blessing. When God was blessing Abraham, it was not just for him. It was so that he could be a blessing to the nations. Amen. That's Genesis. My God. That's Genesis. Hey. I'm, I'm waiting for a Genesis packed hey. on the cover. Genesis on the Genesis. cover. Genesis. When God was going to bless Abraham with children, he took him outside and said, look at the sky. What do you see? Says, star, star, star. Stars. Ah, you shall have children that you cannot number. And he took him to the seashore. Look, look at what you see. There's sand all over. So that your children shall be. So the reason they are putting this is because you should see so that you can have. You should see so that you can what? When you want to transfer money to your grandmother, you should not be checking the balance first. You just transfer. I want to transfer 100,000. You just start to what? Because the money is there. When you want to transfer data, you don't check data. I receive the blessing of the Lord. What does the blessing of the Lord do? It makes it rich. What does the blessing of the Lord do? And as no, as no pain, no you are going to be happy people. I said at the beginning, today is the beginning of happiness for many people. Because when God blesses you, there is no crying. Mm-mm. 
maketh rich. If that husband is a blessing, amanga nyumba yako, amanga yama yako, maketh rich. Nukuni maketh rich. And adds what? No sorrow. To be continued. Who is God? You know God by his achievements. And he is a creator. Hallelujah. Amen. God is what? A creator. Uh, may what is needed to be created in your life, may it be created. And I was looking at the implication of him being a creator. So that one of the implications is that, you know, he, he, everything is under him. It's subservient to him. It's subsidiary to him. And because everything is subsidiary to him, it means everything must obey him. Everything obeys him. He created all things. And through him or by him, all things exist. And if they exist by him and through him, it means they can easily obey, they have to obey him. Are you understanding? He owns them all. He has a rule over them all. Everything therefore must obey him. So in Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41, it tells us that they were shocked after Jesus had silenced the storms. And they asked themselves a question. What manner of man is this? That even the wind and the seas, they obey him. But why are they obeying him? He created them. Hello? Yes. They are all under him. They, they work for him. Therefore, when he tells them, peace be still, the winds must stop. The storms must cease. I pray every strange wind in your life must stop now. And every storm that has been hitting you hard, it shall be still from today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Please, I'm begging you by the message of God, hang on to the end. It is like Elijah, Elijah saying to Elijah, Elijah saying to Elijah, if you see me when I'm taken up, you shall have what you want. I'm begging you, if you hang on, you will not leave this sanctuary the same way. Greatness shall be rubbed over your head. So why do they obey him? Simple, simple. He's the creator. He made them. So they have to work according to what he has made them to be. That is why when he says that to the storm, peace be still, the storm quietened. He, he made both the wind, he made the sea. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? He made the wind. He also made the what? The sea also. And in this particular man time, they were mixing in a strange way. The wind and the sea, they were mixing in a strange, in a strange way. way. So he had to, to call them to order. Wind obey and operate the way you should obey or operate in your own way. Water also obey in your own way. And they didn't mix in a strange way. They mix in a better way. They were all. They were in a sink. They were in sink. 
without confusing wind and water the disciples were saying Please stop fighting. Behave yourself. Uh -uh. I pray whatever is not behaving, may it behave Amen. Amen. May, may it behave. There is a way your blood should behave in your body. There is a way your blood should behave. There is a way it should be flowing. May, may they listen to the one that created them. Hey, peace be still. Hey.